Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Charles Bishop here. And, of course, we do our weekly preview of Jackson State's next opponent. And we have with us none other than the voice of the Grandma State Tiger, Santoria Black. Welcome in to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you very much. It's great to be here with you guys. No doubt about it. Well, we take a look at this Gremlin team, uh, you know, that has historically uh, given Jackson State fits uh, this spring iteration of the Gremlin Tigers. Talk to us a little bit about uh, Gremlin uh, for the 2021 spring season. Well, I think you got to start with uh, the offense, uh, the quarterback, Jeremy Hickbottom, who's 6'4", and Richard Sr. from Mobile, Louisiana, uh, Mobile, Alabama. You know, he's really done a lot to try to improve, improve his game. And although Gramley was 6-5 and five last year, one of the things that, you know, Hickbottom knows is that there will be a couple of guys that will be on his heels. So he cannot be complacent. He can't just be comfortable. Uh, you got a couple of guys uh, that will, you know, be challenging him for his job. You know, I look at uh, one guy. And Elijah Walker, who's a junior, he's a transfer from Heinz Community College. He's going to be able to come in. He's going to serve as the backup, as a matter of fact, uh, to to Jeremy Hickbottom. You got him. Uh, you got a couple of, you know, freshmen that's going to be able to come in. So, you know, look, John Paul Pierce, uh, he's going to be coming in. He's a redshirt sophomore from Brother Martin High School in Water. So you got a lot of guys in here that will be able to uh, challenge Jeremy for his job. But Jeremy is going to be the starter. Uh, when you take a look at Grandma's offense, uh, uh, last year, some great running backs when you take a look at uh, Kevin Dominique and Keelan Elder, uh, as well as Jakari Nichols. But uh, this Gremlin rushing attack, you know, when we kind of think of Gremlin, we think about them going vertical and, and getting to those guys downfield, but they really do run the ball very well. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you look at some of these guys that are going to be coming back. You know, you mentioned Kevin Dominique. Obviously, uh, he's going to be playing a very important part. Elder is going to play a very important part. Um, C.J. Rush- Russell, who is, I mean, he is exciting. Fresh yeah. Louisiana, he's going to be coming in to make an impact. And I think when you start looking at that, this room, it is probably one of the more talented running back rooms that you had. And I'm talking about from top to bottom. You got guys in there that may not see the field a lot that are extremely talented. So, you know, look, you've had the Martez Carters and all of that, but when you talk about the level of depth, this, this is one of those rooms that is extremely deep. You don't have a couple of guys who are extremely talented and a little bit of fall off. These guys are great. Then you look at Damian Brooks, who was out last year. He'll be back in for the Grambling Tigers. So you definitely got some depth at running back. No doubt depth at running back. When we talk about the receiving course, uh, we're talking about Lyndon Rash and Donald Johnson, uh, but uh, just great targets for Hickbottom to, to look downfield and find. Oh, absolutely. And then you want to add Darrell Clark, who, you know, this is a kid that nearly lost his life uh, and did not play in 2019. Uh, his brother was killed down in New Orleans in just a tragic situation. And uh, he was shot as well down there. And, you know, he was able to fight and come back and, you know, he was uh, you sh- he showed that support on the sideline, you know, during that 2019 season and to see him back, I think is just absolutely great. You know, it, it shows that he has a lot of grit about himself, uh, that he really uh, is hungry for this. And he's done a lot to in order to get himself back going. You know, we're going to be looking a lot from Raylon Richardson as well. You know, here's a kid 
that comes in big target, 6'4", redshirt senior. I remember seeing this kid play. He's, he's out of Atlanta. Uh, they're going to be looking for him to play a big part uh, for the Grambling Tigers. And you mentioned LaDamian Brooks. You know, we talked about him. He can not only run the ball, but he's also a wide receiver. And so, you know, these are the guys that they're going to be looking forward to. you got some other guys that uh, they'll be looking at as well that are young. you got a redshirt freshman in Gene Wilson. Uh, you got DJ Rabb, who's a redshirt junior, uh, who's a uh, uh, from Natchitoches Central. So there's a lot of talent there. Uh, there. But, you know, I think youth. I think that's one of the things, youth and experience. A lot of these guys could not play in 2020 and didn't play in 2019. So the last meaningful ball that they played was 18. So you've got some experience on the team, but I think a little bit more unproven than the running backs. No doubt about it. You know, Santoria, for all the fireworks that Grandma has on the offensive side of the ball, it is the Gramlin defense that uh, ever Todd's defense that really uh, gives teams fits in the swag. Uh, we're talking about one of the top defenses uh, from last year, a team that only allowed 22.4 points per game and has not finished uh, no worse than second in the division since 2014. Talk a little bit about this defense that Gramlin's putting on the field Saturday. You know, I, I love what Coach Todd talks about his defense because one of the things that he really talks about is – he wants to make it look simple, but it's really not. Uh, Kobe Foster is a guy that's going to be coming back. He's out of Houston, Texas, uh, 6'2", 320, a massive individual just sitting there in the line. And you got a couple of redshirt juniors that will be uh, joining the team, Cameron Richardson and Wesley Green, who are going to be there. Wesley has uh, been able to do some great things when you talk about his size and how he's been able to contribute. Uh, and I think the linebackers also, you got some really good young linebackers that will be coming in and Lewis Matthews, who was from Faraday, and then also um, Zach Williams, who's a sophomore, young linebacker coming in. But you got some really impressive guys that will be uh, be uh, adorning that line, I guess you could say. And, you know, J Jalen Sheffield, Richard Jr. from um, Tallahassee will be a part of, of that uh, defensive line. So I think that that front seven, this is, this is the game that I think will test them early to find out just how much they've grown since they've been back at practice in January. And I guess the reason I say that is after watching Jackson, and granted they were playing Edward Waters, but when you watch their line and you watch that defensive front, you know, Coach Prime is, you know, his he said that defense is really going to be the one that they lean on while the offense is developing. And you could tell they put a lot of pressure on Edward Waters, and they also did a lot uh, in order to adjust when you thought that Edward Waters was trying to make a few strides and they would throw the short game. Here they come with another blitz. Here they come with – forcing a turnover. So, you know, this is going to be a big test for that front seven. No doubt about it. Uh, and um, I, that led me actually into my next question because uh, you had a bird's eye view doing the play-by-play, -play, of course, with Deuce McAllister. Uh, great job on the call of Jackson State and Edward Waters. But your personal reflections of what you saw out of Jackson State as compared uh, to the previous uh, years. Well, you know, I think that, you know, when you look at Jackson State, it's more about of um, just a renewed spirit. You can tell that there was some shock value when Coach Prime came aboard. And, you know, this is going to be very different for a lot of these players who may not be used to it. Um, I think about Jalen Jones and, and what he did, and, and, you know, just a sophomore and, you know, just how composed he was at times. You know, he made mistakes and they knew that, but he took the opportunity that he had. And I think he made some uh, really good strides out of it. But I, I tell you, the thing that really got me, one was the speed of Warren Newman, mm. the senior from New Orleans. He mm. is incredibly fast. So no matter if he's a wide receiver or if they're uh, running a jet sweep 
or if he's uh, returning kicks. This kid is dangerous. You cannot kick to him. Otherwise, it could be a long night. So Newman is one of those guys that was just incredibly fast. And I thought that he uh, really showed a lot. Then the other thing that I thought uh, was really great is the running game. Good Lord, they got behind those earth movers and just started, uh, you know, running crazy. I mean, those guys were huge in the backfield. I mean, in the on the front line. And they were just able to open up heavens and earth uh, for the running back. So, you know, I think that although the offense is still in, a, you know, still in the works, man, you talk about some kids that are really good. Uh, you you got some depth at running back at Jackson too, so I think that's one of the biggest things I'll have to look out for when you're on, when they're when Grambling's on defense. Now when they're on offense, uh, you know the defense is is strong. They blitz, they uh, they send all kinds of confusion. They run a lot of stunning. They've got some very impressive uh, guys in the secondary. You know it, this is going to be a real test, like I said, for this uh, for this Grambling football team. No doubt. Uh, Question I wanted to ask was uh, Jackson State, they were able to get that game in versus Edward Waters, uh, whereas Grambling's game against Prairie View was uh, postponed because of the weather. Uh, is there concern among the Grambling coaching staff uh, with regards to this being the first game? Well, I think that when you look at it, the, the biggest thing is they were able to get a week back where they were able to do some things. Coach uh, Fob said in his press conference, he was just glad to get that week back where they were able to work on a few things that they normally would work on during game week uh, from the ice storm. Obviously, you want to be able to you, you see a great improvement on teams from game one to game two. Um, but, you know, it's it's also a thing where you can't be mad because you're at home, you're in the hole. You got a little bit more film on your opponent than they do on you. So, you know, while you do want to have a game under your belt, you know, you also have to look at that, uh, you know, you're able to get your, your guys a little bit more healthier. You're able to, you know, make sure that everybody is okay. So I think that they're just wanting to hit somebody else and they haven't had a chance to do that. <laughs> no doubt about it. You know, Senator, I wanted to ask, uh, what are one or two things that you think Gramlin must do to get the win versus Jackson State? Well, the first thing they got to do is they got to take care of the ball on offense. You cannot afford to turn the ball over. Well, you know, we saw what that offense can do and how fast they can score against Edward Waters. And you do not want to turn the ball over and leave your defense on the field because if the offensive line can just start grinding you and they can just uh, start moving you, it really makes for a long day uh, when you're the defensive front. So I think they got to make sure that they take care of the football on offense. The other thing that I think they have to do is they're going to have to put this young quarterback in some uncomfortable situations. Uh, you know, look, for as talented as I think Jalen Jones is, you can tell that he throws the ball a little bit high sometimes. Uh, he's thrown the ball into a little bit of dangerous territory when he's uh, pressured. So I think Grambling's got to pressure him. Then the other thing that I think they have to do, they cannot make a lot of mistakes. Able to make sure that they're not holding, that they're not giving Jackson yardage, they're not giving them first downs. If the wide receivers are, you know, don't let them beat you because, you know, you're liable to grab and hold and have penalties down the field. So you got to cut, you cannot have a lot of penalties against this Jackson State team. So you got to put pressure on Jones. You got to make sure that you get this offense off the field on third down. You got to make sure that you're uh, you're winning a turnover battle. I think those are the things you got to do. You know, Santoria, last question I wanted to ask, and and I know coaches are are are, are different from from school to school with regards to uh, how they're going about treating the spring season. Uh, obviously, the scoreboard is going to be on. Competition will be had. But do you think uh, Coach Fobbs will uh, be evaluatory of, of the Gremlin roster, or uh, do you expect to see a, a lot of uh, sort of um, guys up and down the roster, or what do you expect? 
Oh, I think he's. It, this is going to be like another season for him. He's mm-hmm. he's very much so going to evaluate this roster. And, you know, when you start looking at what he's got, remember, because we're in this pandemic, all these guys are going to be able to come back next year. And the great thing with that is you can start evaluating your talent, where guys are, uh, and then you start looking at the guys that you're bringing in the fall. You know, this is going to be an, a very important evaluation. You start looking at their schedule in the fall, man. You got Tennessee State. On the, on the roster, you got Houston on the roster, and plus all the swag schools who will get all of their recruits, plus their complimentary players coming back. All corn will be back. I mean, you you got to make sure that you're evaluating your roster very thoroughly. So I don't think there's any doubt he'll do that. No doubt about it. Santoria Black, he is the voice of the Grambling State Tigers. Uh, there you have it. It is the Saturday preview here on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. It is Jackson State. It is Grambling a historic rivalry in the SWAC. We will see you on the other side of Jackson State and Grambling. Thank you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.